Happy lunchtime, everyone. I hope that your day, as I've said before, and I will continue to say, has been filled with the peace and the protection of God. I've had to learn that everything's not going to always go according to plan. Sometimes I'm going to be disappointed and sometimes I'm just going to get just everything that I ask God for. But it's not always that way. Sometimes we're going to be disappointed. But I have found that if we believe that God wants us to live in his peace and live in his protection and live in his joy, we'll be okay when those disappointments come. We have to choose to believe that God knows what's best. And sometimes that doesn't resonate. And it takes us a moment to grab hold of what God has allowed to happen. Sometimes we accept it and sometimes we have a hard time accepting it but in either event God is still ruler he still reigns and he still is deserving of the praise and the glory and the honor that is due to him I want to I need to if I've ever asked you to pass a podcast and you didn't get a chance to I'm asking you to please pass this one to any man that you know needs to come out of a situation. I am <clears throat> I am encouraged to encourage a man, any man, a man that you may know about a man in the Bible named Samson. Samson was called of God. He was a physically strong man. He could break bricks and break rocks and and break iron and all he was just a physically strong human being and growing up we've heard the story about Samson that his strength was in his hair so he had seven braids I believe that it was um, that he had never taken a razor to his hair he had never cut his hair and so Samson that he was called of God to do great things, he also had his mind in other places. Samson dilly-dallied around with women. He had a lustful eye. So much so until one named Delilah came and she didn't stop until she was able to get out of him his secret. And his secret was simply... His strength was in his hair. He never cut his hair. And so this story about Samson and Delilah, she was with him and she kept tying tying him up and he kept breaking free. And so she said, how can you tell me that you love me when you won't tell me your secret? So finally, he went ahead and he told her his secret that he had never cut his hair, that his strength was in his hair. And so once she got out of him what she wanted, she then called for her people to come and to take him away. She put him to sleep. She got his secret from him. Then she put him to sleep. He laid in her lap and he fell asleep. Then she called for her people, her folks, her her homeboys to come and get him. She was like, free at last, free at last. We've we've gotten what we need out of him. Come and get him. So they come and they take him. So when he wakes up, 
He thinks he can do what he did before. Oh, I'll just go ahead and break myself free like I did before. But he didn't know that God had left him. He didn't know that God had left him. So he wasn't able to break free. All of them other times God gave him grace. God didn't give him grace this time. God had left him. And so it's so funny that so ironic that the very thing that would cause him to lust after women because he had a lustful eye they gouged his eyes out physically they took his eyes out and then he was held captive he was put in a prison thrown in a prison and all types of things where he had to answer to them and so I want to say and I know I'm not doing the story justice I know that I'm not I'm just, I'm on my lunch break and I'm giving you guys just bits and pieces of the story. It's a very interesting story if you sit down and, and you read it. Um, but I want to encourage the men. I have seen so many families dismantled because the man was not in his rightful place. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just going to tell you what God put on my heart. There would not be so many families broken up, dismantled, divorced, estranged if the man were initially in his place. Now, let me say this to the women. This is not for you to take off running and say, yeah, you know, I knew it was your fault. And that, that, and you know you living like trash. You know you living like garbage. You know nobody better not follow you home. Nobody better not follow you to work. All of the devious stuff that you're doing, thinking that don't nobody see it. Yeah, God sees it. He sees it. So this is not a license to put everything off on the men. If you know you're not living right yourself, women. But I am saying to the men that if you can, whatever whatever has caused your situation to take place if you're willing to say god i have pointed the finger i have went back and forth with my fiance with my wife with whoever i went back and forth long enough and it's been outside of your will i am now ready to do something new i am ready to do the new thing that you want to do for me where it concerns my life, my salvation, and with my family. If you're willing to say, I give up, I surrender, I throw in the towel, I raise my, my flag, and I say, God, I surrender. I'm tired of fighting. I'm tired of, of, of proving who's right, who's wrong. God, I want you now. If you're willing to tell God that, and you mean it, I believe that God will come in and he will save you and he will save your family because the Bible says that not only will you be saved, but God wants to save your whole household. I am so distressed because I see our young men who are fatherless. They don't have their fathers in their lives. They're in the in in the it, they're locked up in prison. They're in county. They're in and out of jail. And you may say, well they had a good mother in their life, but I am more determined as the moments go by that if a strong father figure is in a child's life, they'll be just a little bit better. Well, you trying to say that a woman can't raise it. That's not what I am saying is we need to restructure our families. We need to do what God 
has initially called for us to do. And that is for the men to lead their families, to lead their communities. But let me tell you this, men, you can't lead your community. You can't lead your family if you're not following Christ. Nobody's going to want to follow you if you are not following Christ. Don't be another Samson. Don't be seduced by the seductress. And, you know, unfortunately, whenever you hear of families breaking up, it is always connected somehow, most of the time, to a sexual a sexual act of some, whether it's pornography, whether it's actual, the physical act, whether it's phone sex, it's always something of a sexual nature. Don't be another Samson. Pray and ask God to show you what your purpose is, men. It starts with the men. It's got to start with the men. Don't shoot the messenger. God always wanted it to be where the men led out their families. Because my brother-in-law, a true man of God, once said to me, and he said to my husband, and this was back in 2015, he said, when God looks at the family and when he looks at the marriage, he's not going to look at the wife first. He is going to look at the husband. He's going to look at you First, And we have to begin to see things through the eyes of Christ. If we don't see things through the eyes of Christ, we're going to continue to think wrong. We're going to continue to think that the way that society has set up for families to be is okay and it's not. And I will say to you this. There are a lot, and I can see them in my head. There are a lot of good women who started out on the right path. Their intentions were good. They wanted to love. They wanted to do what was right. But they got tired in well-doing. They wavered. They said, I can hear their voices in my, in my mind. God, I'm so tired of being faithful to somebody who's not faithful to me. God, I'm so tired of being a wife to someone who won't marry me. God, I'm so tired of being a wife to someone who's not following you. God, I'm tired. I hear it on TikTok. I see it on Facebook. I see it everywhere I go. Women are tired and we're tired because God already knows that the foundation, that the structure that he set up for families to go by is not being followed. So you have divorce all around. You have estranged relationships. You have people who won't fully say, when I took one step into this relationship, whether it was dating, whether it was a midnight booty call, whether it's when we got married, you have people who will not say, when I took a first step towards dating this person, my intentions weren't right. My heart wasn't right. And so what you have is a relationship that spirals out of control. Spirals out of control. Because 
We need to get back to the heart of the matter. We need to get back to the root of the matter. We need to lay the axe, which is the word of God, to the root of the problem. So I want to say to the men, God loves you so much that he wants you. He needs you to come on over to his side. Your children need you. Yes, you may have made some mistakes, but I'm a firm believer that if you come back humble, truly humble, God will receive you and he will restore you and he will put you in your proper place so you can go out there and get your children. Go back out there and get your wife. Go back out there and seek and stay celibate until God sends you a wife. I'm teaching my son. He has affirmations that he says he's only three years old. And one of his affirmations is I will be the husband of one wife. See, we have to begin early. And teach our men, teach our children, teach our young ladies that you don't have to follow in behind boys. You can be celibate until you get married. You can be pure on your marital, on your marriage night. These are things that we just, we overlook these things. But our families are falling apart. Our families are falling apart. It's okay to instill old-fashioned values. If you're going to bring your girlfriend over here, okay, she ain't got nowhere to sleep. Well, you're going to sleep in there, and she going to sleep over here. And if you don't like that, guess what? She can go find somebody else's house to stay at. It's time for us to reconstruct the way we think, the way we see, and we're only going to do that if we, if we, if we commit to seeing things through the eyes of God. So I just wanted to encourage the men. I hope I have said one thing to the men that will get you to wake up and see that if your family is falling apart, you better check yourself and ask God if you are in your proper place. Was I in my proper place before I got married? Was I in my proper place when I began to date? God, did I check with you first? Did I ask you what you thought? God, did I come into this marriage still bringing baggage over from something else? And then when the person that you are with grows tired and weary, now everything is that person's fault. I see it all the time. I see it all the time, more than I care to admit. So you all be blessed. Know that I am praying for you and know that God wants so much more for our communities, our families, our children. Can we do it for the children? And let me say this. There are some families that they're not going to, they're just not going to come back together. You know why? Because God already knows who's going to submit and who's not. And if he already knows who's going to submit and who's not, he already knew that that wasn't meant to be a family unit. There are people who are coupled up and booed up and God has never called him to be a family. He's not going to call him to be a family because everybody's all out of place and all out of order. All over here trying to do what we saw Big Mama and them do back in the 70s. What worked for Big Mama and them back in the 70s ain't working now in 2023. We have a deeper revelation of Christ and we better get on board with what he is doing. Not just you but me. I love you 
in all humility. And please pass this podcast to one man that you know needs to hear a word of caution and warning about the seductress because they are out there. There are more cunning and conniving women than we care to admit. And they are taking our men left and right, our good men, men that want to do right, men that they're striving to do right. But then and now here she come trying to seduce you and get you back to where God has already delivered you from or God never wants you to go to that place. But now here she comes again. You all be blessed. Stay in your prayer closet. Stay in God's face. God is doing a new thing. Behold, do you not see it? I love you all. And until next time, bye-bye.